0: Shopping is a pleasure when the surroundings are spacious and easy on the eye. Remember the centers are enticing their customers to come in from the sunny outside. This they do by offering perfect air conditioning, cute displays, such as the Easter Bunny with whom moms can have their kids photograph. Discover a place where making dreams come true has been an Arizona tradition for 23 years, where you can shop Broadway Southwest, Bullocks, J.C. Penney, Montgomery Ward, and 150 of the finest retailers in the Southwest. Fiesta Mall, a whole world of Christmas. Gift certificates, toys, the latest fashions, sporting goods, everything from Goldwaters, Diamonds, the Broadway Southwest, Sears, and over 130 specialty shops. All right, coming up on Fiesta Mall. What's left of it? Here on the backside, coming in off of Longmore. This used to be Dillard's. I remember coming here as a kid like this was the mall to come to this used to be such a fancy place as a kid I remember I loved coming to this mall because they had this really cool toy shop I think it was called the Imagine Emporium and they had like a little door just for kids to go through that was so cool and their sign would like rotate through rainbow colors and like little sparkles so it felt very like you know come into this magical place that was like really cool i always had to stop in there but yeah this was such a cool place and it was very sad to see it decline but yeah end of an era In 2022, I did a story about what's next for Fiesta Mall. The defunct shopping center has been an eyesore in West Mesa for years now. But it once served as the place to go for all your shopping needs. Well, being dropped off as a teenager, you know, with your best friend and going around and shopping and probably not having any money to shop, but you go round and round and round anyway. <laughs> I found Fiesta Mall as my place to escape. It was comforting to be
1: able to go and walk around.
0: You're listening to Valley 101, your local podcast on everything Metro Phoenix and beyond. I'm your producer, Kaylee Monahan. Today, we finally have an answer to what's next for Fiesta Mall and what's happening to other malls around the Valley.
1: I'm Karina Vanek. I'm the real estate development and growth reporter for the Arizona Republic.
0: Karina is also, in many ways, our in house malls cognoscenti. She's been looking into what's going on with Valley Malls for
1: months now. The mall used to be a place where you'd go to hang out with your friends, and that's just not something that we do quite so much anymore.
0: The way we shop has changed since the advent of malls. Back in the day, malls would be a hub where you could find anything from business clothes to gifts to hamburgers. It was a staple of life in the U.S. for decades. And for teenagers in particular, it was a haven. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. But between the arrival of online shopping, a shift to shopping locally and smaller to just a change in attitudes towards buying stuff, malls began to suffer. The pandemic did brick and mortar shops no favors either, and e-commerce is continuing to grow. The latest numbers from the not-so-sexily-named Quarterly E-Commerce Report Historical Data, which the Census Bureau runs, Global e-commerce currently makes up 22% of retail sales, and experts say that there's room for growth. But where does that leave malls? Well, it depends. Here's Karina.
1: If I'm gonna buy several things, I might first turn to online shopping versus spending my whole day at the mall.
0: Some malls have learned to follow social trends, and they keep their offerings unique. Think of Scottsdale Fashion Square. It cornered the market on high-end shopping. It's also put in a variety of attractions, including a rotating immersive art exhibit, Instagrammable spots, and the flashy Harkins Camelviews cinema.
1: Scottsdale Fashion Square has also found a good way of repurposing kind of those larger footprints that were vacated by, I think, Barneys of New York left a while ago, and that became a co-working space. So that kind of brings people into the space in hours that a mall would not normally have as much activity so if people are working there they might you know walk down to the food court during their lunch break or whatever they're doing um they also filled this space with the really large apple store which has been kind of a destination for people if you need to go there and they're also expanding to have a gym that just opened there a really high-end gym so they have kind of found different ways to use their space in an interesting and high-end way still, but adapt to kind of the way that their shoppers shop, which is maybe not so much in those big box stores. and Instead, some of those smaller boutiques and finding other ways to get people into the mall during the day.
0: In the West Valley, you actually see some shopping centers thriving.
1: Arrowhead's doing really well in the West Valley. And on 59th Avenue and Northern was actually pitched as a site for the Coyotes kind of back in the day before they went to Glendale. And they chose not to go there, but the developer that developed the Coyotes Arena in Glendale made a deal to redevelop that former mall, too. And now it's a shopping center. It's anchored by Walmart, and there's some other kind of big box retail that's in there. But it's outdoor. It's like an outdoor strip center, and that does actually very well in the retail numbers. So it didn't get kind of repurposed in that way, but it did kind of get a little bit of new life breathed into it. So that was kind of an example of retail, staying retail, but in a more useful way.
0: Then you have the Vestar-owned malls. These are places like Tempe Marketplace and Desert Ridge. They've managed to make an outdoor experience work in the desert.
1: So they are not only doing well, but they're expanding kind of that outdoor mall model. So those are being really successful. And I think for a couple of reasons, a lot to do at some of those places, a lot of them have like Scottsdale Fashion Square kind of embraced different activities. A lot of times there's concerts or other things going on at those places, or, you know, some kind of pop-up activity. Another is that generally in Arizona, it is nice to be outside if you want to walk around and go shopping or get a drink or do some other activities that you might not do at a traditional indoor mall. So I think that there's a combination of the both, but those outdoor malls do seem to still be flourishing and doing pretty well.
0: Then there are malls that are not doing so well, and those that have died, like Fiesta Mall and Metro Center. There are even some malls that long timers of the valley might have forgotten about that have also bit the dust. Remember Los Arcos and South Scottsdale? There was also Tri-City Mall in Mesa, which Fiesta Mall actually beat out for shoppers. Paradise Valley Mall is another. These husks of past activity have seen a sad, slow decay, but there's hope for regeneration for some of these sites.
1: So Arizona actually is in an interesting spot where we have a lot of dead ones and a lot of different stages of kind of rebirth, if we want to call it that. A good example is Park Central Mall near kind of Central Avenue and Indian School. And that one has been in the works for kind of a long time now, a few years. And it's kind of a good prototype to show what developers can do while keeping the mall buildings. They've kind of transformed what were department stores into offices and they've kept some of those restaurants on kind of that main drag of central. So that's been really successful in kind of a lot of ways as far as leasing for office space, but also Creighton Medical School developed their medical school in the parking lot and they are planning to build an identical building to expand eventually. Um, There's also an apartment building that just opened up in what was a parking lot and a hotel that's under construction there too. So it's kind of a good... Example of looking at some of this really well-located space, it's like right on Central, right on the light rail, and looking at what we can do as a city to kind of repurpose our well-located dead malls.
0: Another mall that is getting retrofitted with new ideas is Christown Spectrum Mall at Bethany Home Road and 15th
1: Avenue. That is an interesting case because the current owner, Kimco Realty, has filed plans with the city to eventually demolish and kind of redevelop it. But those plans are very, very long range. We're talking two decades or more. So their plans right now are to continue the mall as it is. There are some new stores that have even opened there in the last couple of years. The American Furniture Warehouse took over Costco. So they are still trying to fill spaces that are being vacated by other tenants. They are planning to kind of work with what they've got for now with plans to eventually demolish kind of that mall interior and redevelop that into a little bit more of a walkable outdoor space.
0: okay so i know many of you are probably yelling at your phones or computers telling me to hurry up and get to what's next for fiesta mall so here it is the grand plan
1: fiesta just came under one ownership which is one of the difficult things with these malls back in the day the anchor stores all owned their real estate so getting one owner to be able to buy all of that is a big challenge for redeveloping malls. So Fiesta Mall has gotten there, there's only one owner. And they have submitted some preliminary plans to demolish the whole thing and redevelop it. A lot of it kind of similar to PV and Metro Center is going to be focused on apartments. So there's a lot of plans for apartments, some commercial space, so probably restaurants, um, maybe some small scale retail there's some office in that mix. So there's kind of a little bit of a squishy look right now at what Fiesta is going to be. But we do know that it's coming down and going to no longer be fully retail. They're going to incorporate a lot of apartments and a lot of other spaces in there too. And if we think back to when malls were being developed, the point was to be kind of near people. You wanted to have a lot of shoppers in your general area. So it makes sense that these are still kind of some of our best located real estate, even if they are not functional as malls anymore. So they do show a really good opportunity for a creative developer or creative city to repurpose a well-located asset in an interesting way. So it'll be really cool in the next few years to kind of see what our malls become.
0: Curious about other malls in the Valley? Karina has a brand new article out that extensively looks at malls that have closed, malls that are on life support, and those that are flourishing. You can read the article and see a ton of photos at azcentral.com. This episode of Valley 101 was produced by me, Kaylee Monahan, with fact-checking and editorial help from Karina Vanek and Amanda Luberto. Kathy Tulamello provided oversight. Today's musical scoring came from Universal Production Music. A shout-out to the Fiesta Mall patrons you heard at the top of this episode. Kelly Mixer, who is still an East Valley resident, and Tulaney Coda, who recently passed away after a two-year battle with cancer. We all miss you, Lainey. You can support Valley 101 by subscribing to us on your favorite podcasting app. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend. Valley 101 is an Arizona Republican AZ Central production. I am Kaylee Monaghan.